Hey guys, and welcome back to the Fill Your Boots podcast. Today I am joined by Christian Chapman. How are you? Hello. Um, we just we just had this. We'll have this discussion twice. Yeah. I'm really I'm really tired, but I am good. You've been like across the country a thousand times. This oh, yeah. Week. yeah, it's been it's been hectic, but it's it's a good thing. But tired, I'll worry about that at some point. Whatever. Isn't it? You're a coach. You should be saying, "Oh, I'm going to get a good night's sleep. My eight hours." I'm gonna wear my, my my aura ring that I don't wear that I don't wear, um, and track everything. No, I don't. You don't. You just don't sleep. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. Cool. Well, no, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. I know you're a busy man, so I appreciate it. Um, no, I always I'm always super keen to start with how you ended up where you are right now. Obviously, we'll start we'll start from the not the coaching perspective we'll start from your own fitness bodybuilding journey um how did you get involved in it in the first place so I've always kind of had like um I'd probably say like a bit of like weird relationship with food and stuff like when I was growing up like I was always conscious of like what I weighed or what I looked like and stuff like that um so at school I was my dad always used to say oh you just got a bit of puppy fat that will go (laughs) It, it didn't go. I was just fat. Um, <laughs> and then went on like a bit of a big weight loss journey. I was probably like 15, something like that. Okay, quite I lost, Yeah, I lost quite a lot of weight. But I can remember like my mom was, because my mom's very into health, fitness. and Well, so is my dad, both very active. Um, they're like, you, you've lost a lot of weight. And I just couldn't see it at all. Yeah. Um, and they used to go to like a health club. You know, David Lloyd? Yeah. Yeah, they used to go there, and so they used to take me, and I'd just sit on the bike for like a couple of hours, and just fucking pedal, and then just not eat either. So, don't do that. It sounds it sounds like what I did, to be honest. <laughs> I think most most of us have been there. It's like I don't need, I don't need food; just need to do cardio. Um, so lost a load, lost a load of weight, and it was not was not looking good. Um, and then my kind of like first like career, I was in hospitality for like seven years, okay. and late nights and when you end up like running places like the chefs just feed you like whatever the fuck you want yeah so i'd be having like, like steak and chips every night i could not be there from like early to day i'd have breakfast lunch and dinner so basically i'm eating out three times a day yeah and then you know work until four o'clock in the morning i'll have a pint you might have a pizza after um even it cringes me back saying now me with a pint i just can't i can't see it <laughs> um so i got really big and to be fair, like I hit, I kind of like hid it well. So like when I think back, like I was nearly three hundred pounds. Wow! And didn't go to the gym, so it wasn't any muscle. I was like three hundred pounds of like body fat. Um, but I was always interested in like the gym and being bigger. Like I've never been like a smaller person. I've always just been a bit of a bigger guy, and I, I like that because I think it's a masculine thing, and I'm into being a masculine. Um, obviously and <laughs> just in case we needed to clarify <laughs> i'm masculine okay um <laughs> so um is it do you post this online so you can see it or is it just audio i'll do little clips um oh, okay. Oh, okay. But it's okay i should have done we my have hair to have the end because there's a question at the end which i'm definitely going to need the video for yeah i've seen that Good luck. Good luck with <laughs> um so um yeah, I was always into gym and stuff. And because I was surrounded by like doormen all the time when I was running like nightclubs and stuff, I just, I wanted to get into 
been in better shape. Mm. And I'd already, I'd, I'd kind of trained and stuff, but never like consistently. I just liked going to the gym, but would do something for a month and then be bored. Or I didn't see the result I wanted. I'm very like, um, if I'm going to do something, I need to see a result now. Yeah. Like I'm the most impatient man alive. You know, if I want it's, something, it's... I want it yesterday. 100% I'm the same and I honestly think it's surprising that people like us end up doing this sport because it's the slowest thing yes yeah yeah so you just have to you just have to take so many drugs or something um I heard that from people. um so um yeah I, I got into gym like quite heavily when I was working at this one place and I've always like kind of if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do something I have to be like the best at it so I'm always going to go like absolutely full send. And because I did that, I saw results like quite quick. Yeah. And people are like, fucking hell, you're going to the gym. And I was like, you're right. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and to be honest, the main thing that kind of got me there and stuff, like I, I'm quite, I need like a motivating factor to do something a lot of time. Um, can you swear a lot on this podcast? Yeah, go for way? it. Okay, cool. Because I'm going to use the worst word. Um, so I was sick. Like when when someone gets thrown out of a club, and you're still at the front, they're obviously going to hurl abuse. And I was sick of being called a fat cunt every week. Okay, do you know what yeah. I mean? So I was just like, I need, I need to do something about it. I, f- I found it like embarrassing. Um, so I started going to a gym, Foundry in Warsaw, epic, best place ever. Um, and started training a bit more seriously. I was I was in a relationship with someone who was into the gym as well uh, and she had a coach and stuff and I was like oh, I don't even know what this is I've never heard of that and there was a guy in the gym who he's still in like unbelievable shape like he's in he's just a fucking unit and we used to get on I was like bro I'll, I'll do like a photo shoot or something you get me ready for it and then oh, it was fucking savage <laughs> it was very it was very bro you know, turkey and sweet potato for breakfast kind of thing. Oats, oats and egg whites, you know what I mean? Oh, the God. very classic body. No no squash in your drink. I can't, I, I don't know listen- if I did it. <laughs> I literally listened to this on my... Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so plain, plain water is awful. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, I was even thinking about, man, could I drink sparkling water? I need something, but I hate sparkling water as well. And he was like, yeah. no, you can't, you can't have sparkling water. I was like, right, okay. So it's sad. Like electricity. Yeah, it yeah. Like... <laughs> it tastes like electricity. <laughs> that makes sense to you, though, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> Tell it tastes... me that doesn't make sense. It, it tastes like static. <laughs> yeah, um, static. That's true. That's a good one. I might use that. That's better than electricity. <laughs> I'll send you the invoice to use that one. Um, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, um, I started losing a lot of weight. And like over that like course of that year, but like before I got with this coach, um, I wanted to lose weight anyway. So I was actively trying to lose weight. I lost like nine stone, um, which is a fucking lot of weight. Um, and did a photo shoot. And at the time I thought, I'm absolutely shredded, bro. Um, granted, I was lean. I wasn't shredded at all. Um, stopped working with that guy and just like, I just got... I was obsessed with it, yeah. like like far too much, to be honest. Like it was probably, de- well, not probably, it was definitely detrimental to my life. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of like why I got into bodybuilding. And then just every, every month I'd just take it a bit more seriously and then got a proper coach and worked with him for like four years um, and kind of learned 
pretty much everything from him. Yeah. I, I owe him a lot, to be fair, because he kind of put me on the map sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it sounds so, yeah. like he knew what you were doing pretty quickly in terms of getting into the gym. Yeah, it's like, again, like when I want to learn about, like at school I was shit because I was learning about stuff I didn't want to learn about. Yeah. But if, if I want to learn about, like, cars is like a big part of my life. I know everything about everything to do with cars. But that's because I'm interested in it. Yeah. And do you have, gen- do you, out of interest, do you have general knowledge? Uh, Not really, no. No, I don't. Cause I, I think I'm the same. Like, I have stuff that I know a lot about and then everything else I know nothing. Yeah. Like it's tragic. Like, <laughs> You see this thing in the news, I'm like, I don't watch the news, mate. I'm like, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Anything about the royal family, I'm like, I don't even know what you're on about. No, I have some very vague level of understanding, but make me do some sort of quiz. I am shocking. It yeah, I might like, feel so stupid. I'm like, if it if it doesn't affect me, I'm not going to learn about it. Hundred percent, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Here, sorry, fine. that was a little tangent. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So you briefly touched, well, you did touch on it then, um, with your struggles with your relationship with food and your body image. And I think it just goes to show that people that, like people will look at you and think you're probably someone that would you think would least likely to be struggling with that sort of thing. And it just goes to show that everyone. everyone yeah, pe- people think I'm like the most confident man alive. And like, I, I know that I portray that. Yeah. But that's just purely defense mechanism. <laughs> Like me, like make, like making, making you laugh there. Like that's like a defense mechanism. Like I have to have people in, like laughing all the time. Why do you? Uh, think, why do you think you have that? I haven't got a clue. Um, no, it's gonna get deep. Yeah, it's gonna get deep. <laughs> um, I, I do have like a need to please people kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't like when someone doesn't like me. Yeah. Like. It's, I know that people are not going to like me. That's absolutely fine. But if someone was to tell me something about myself, I didn't like it. I'm like, right, I need to change that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, no so, exactly what you mean. Yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, <laughs> like, I, I know that also being confident is like a good trait. So yes. I want to be confident. So coming across as confident is sweet. But deep down, I'm not like the most confident person ever. Mm. Yeah. But it's definitely got better. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm my most confident now. Yeah. Because you're just doing your own thing. That's yeah, I just do what the, yeah, I literally just do what the fuck I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. You always get to a point in life where it's like I actually just don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. Yeah, it's gonna do me. Yeah, look, 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 like you know, and if someone's not happy about something I'm doing, okay, man, like that's cool. I also have no opinion on your life whatsoever. No. So yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm. Um, have you ever struggled with like? your body image throughout all of that was it yeah interesting was it did okay how do I phrase this question did it get any worse when you got into the gym because quite often um, that does happen yeah 100 percent. it's like look men right when when they're young like they're going based off the base of like how many women can I attract do you know what I mean and I genuinely feel like when I was really fat I could just, I could have pulled anyone just from the <laughs> chat because I had that's how, what I had to rely on so I made sure that my chat was extra special. Do you know what I mean? Um, not that, that is, that's what it's all about. <laughs> but it's like, no, I've definitely, definitely struggled with body confidence. Like, again, over the last probably six months, my, my confidence in my body is a lot better. 
Yeah. Um, there's also been a lot of change in my life in like the last six months. So like I made a conscious effort that like, right, I want to take more care of myself. I want to wear nicer, nicer clothes. I want to smell nicer and buy nicer aftershave. Like, and that does make you feel like a lot better about yourself. Yeah. Just by putting more effort into yourself. And obviously when you're working on your physique, month in, month out, if you're doing it right, your physique's probably going to get better. Yeah. And I, I know that it has over time because I can look at it subjectively and be like, yeah, I've definitely got better than last year, the year before, whatever. Um, but when I started, fucking hell, yeah. I was, yeah. I'd like, you know, if someone said, take your kit off in the gym, absolutely not, no. Yeah. Whereas now, like if someone said, right, we're going to do some post-workout posing, yeah, man, cool, sweet, whatever. Yeah. I'd still be very conscious of someone looking at me, though. True. Like, if I'm walking around the gym and I haven't got clothes on and someone's looking at me, I'm going to notice that and I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it is a bit of an awkward situation, isn't it? I've done a photo shoot in an open gym and that was really fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah. I I genuinely feel sorry for a lot of my clients because when I see them in person, I'm like, right, get your kit off, let's go. (laughs) In the middle of the gym. Yeah. You know, you're about to do it on stage in front of a lot of people, so this will be fine. True. Yeah, it's all relative. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So do you have any advice for people who might be going through like similar issues with their body image? Yes. Um, and I've said this, quote, I've said this quote a million times. Okay. Well, it's not even a quote it's at all. Um, no one fucking gives a shit what you look like. Literally, no one gives a shit what you look like. And if it's a guy that's struggling with your body image and like around women and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to take my clothes off because I've been that guy, like turn the lights off. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't want you to see me kind of thing. Like I've, I've like been there, like going on holiday, get in the, t- get in the pool in a t-shirt. Come on. Mm. You know, yeah. no one, no one actually cares what you look like. And I promise you now, bro, if you're listening to this and you're struggling with your, your body image, no woman gives a fuck what you look like underneath your clothes. They don't care. And if they do, they're fucking so self-obsessed anyway so fuck them um well yeah like no one actually no one really cares what you look like and if you are going to the gym and you're doing what you're meant to be doing or if you've got a coach and you're doing what they're telling you to do they are probably if it's you with someone good they have got your best interests at heart and you are going to look better over time simple um if you're just stop looking on instagram (laughs) at people and be like why don't i look like that because you are not them yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of stuff like there's a lot of stuff like body parts of me that I, I hate, but that's what I've been given. I'm gonna just gonna try and make the most of it. Yeah, it's not gonna look like this guy because I mean he's from he's, he's different ethnicity for a start, so I'm never gonna look like him. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like bring your expectation level down a little bit. Yeah. It's good to hear that from a guy's perspective because, you know, us women are like, oh, wear clothes you feel comfortable in, this, that, and the other. You're just like, no one gives a shit. <laughs> so, no. It's so true. Also, women should know that if a guy likes you, they don't care what your body looks like. They don't. Oh, that's a nice message to put out. Well, I don't. I, well, I don't. Like, if you fancy someone, it doesn't matter, does yeah, it? Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. Just don't think yeah. people say it enough. I'll say it again. I'll put it on an Instagram post. <laughs> do it um so I imagine there are a lot of people that are following you that will probably look at your physique for instance and be like okay that's a million miles away from where 
I am, or like your clients, for instance. Yeah, yeah stop client. making that face. No, you and your clients. <laughs> Could you maybe provide some like tips or advice for people who are literally just starting? Because I appreciate, you know, you can look at some of these influencers or coaches and it all looks incredibly overwhelming with how on earth you take those baby steps to get to that position. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're young and you're getting into the gym, unless you're really fat, okay, which I highly doubt, don't try and diet. Okay. Try and put some fucking muscle on. Eat. I'm not gonna say. Point. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not gonna say whatever the fuck you want. Okay, but to get big, you gotta eat. Yeah, normalize having meals out. Okay, you can do that and make progress. All right, but also know that all this stuff that's sprouted on Instagram, this training style, eating in this certain way doing this, doing that, whatever. It all works. Okay. Getting more, gaining muscle isn't complicated. Yeah. Go to the gym and get stronger over time. Okay. It doesn't matter what that split is. It could be fucking anything. If you're getting stronger over time and you're eating a good diet, prioritizing protein, okay, carbs and fats, I wouldn't, at the start, I wouldn't worry about too much. Just know that carbs are going to give you your energy and help you recover and stuff like that. And you're going to need some fat in there for some hormonal basis and brain function and stuff. Don't overcomplicate it. Okay. It's actually quite easy to get bigger, especially at the start, because you've never done it. Take your sets to within a proximity of failure. Train with people that have muscle and that are better than you and talk to them and ask them questions. Granted, you're probably going to meet some people in the gym that you ask questions to and they are a cunt. Okay, but if someone is struggling in the gym and they come to me and ask me, the I'm going to drop everything I'm doing. I'm going to help them yeah. because like that's fun to do. Because then you might see them in a month and fucking oh, bro, you look bigger. Yeah, you know, like yeah. doing that exercise I told you to do like this or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, just know that like everything works. Okay, but do what you enjoy, not what this guy does because he's your favorite influencer. But when you do it, you hate doing it. Okay, or you see someone blending their food, don't do that because they're a meathead. Don't ever do that. <laughs> don't ever blend food, please. Um, they'll literally just, um, yeah, yeah. How would you approach that conversation with, uh, I appreciate everything that you said, and it's still the same for women, but how would you approach it with a female that maybe isn't thinking about, oh, I want to get big, even though, I appreciate hypertrophy is something that they should be focusing on, but it's difficult. It's different wording, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, look, ladies, if listen up, <laughs> if you're starting, please know cardio is not going to get you the physique that you want. Great. Okay, because all of these people that you see on Instagram, that you, oh my god, body goals and all that sort of stuff, I promise you, they go to the gym and they lift heavy. Yes. Okay, it's not going to turn you into a bloke. Trust me. Even if you try really hard. Okay, you're I've going to really take, hard. Yeah, you're gonna have to take <laughs> you look like a bloke. And I'm pretty sure you're not gonna be doing that when you start. Please don't. Okay. Um, you don't need to do that to gain muscle. Um, know that you have a lot higher pain threshold than a man, so you can train really hard and not bitch and moan about it, which is good. So that's gonna elevate your progress. But the biggest thing for me, and I'm not even just gonna narrow this down to like females, this is everyone across the board, because I see it with everyone. 
your weight does not determine what you look like. Okay, if you're 150 pounds now and you're 150 pounds in two years' time, but you've been going to the gym, you've been training, you've been eating a good diet, I promise you it's going to look a hell of a lot different. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you do not walk around with a sign around your neck saying how much you weigh. You walk around looking what you, what you look like. What would you prefer? The number to go down on a scale or look better? Look better, yeah. surely. <laughs> okay? And just, it, it doesn't dictate what you look like. Like that scale weight can be anything. I wish mine said 300 because I'd be massive, but it doesn't. But I used to be like, it needs to be low, low, low. It needs to just keep getting lower. Yeah. It doesn't because I looked like shit. Yep. Facts. That is honestly the biggest, I think, thing a lot of women struggle with when I get my clients on. It's always, oh, I need to be this weight. And it, and I always sit there and I ask them, why? Like, what? why do you want to be that weight? And no one can ever say why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me a right. What does 120 pounds mean? Like, what, what's that going to bring you in your life? Probably nothing. Yeah, exactly. So like misery and egg whites. Oh, <laughs> I don't despise want. egg whites. Honestly, like I, I did eat them at a point when I did a, a competition prep, but I think I have not eaten them since then. No, don't. It, they don't taste I, I mean, I've eaten, I've eaten some odd shit on prep. That I'm like, oh yeah, this tastes all right. I might use this in off season. I've never done that, no. ever. Because your taste like changes slightly when you do a prep because you get so used to like the the weird shit that you're eating, and then you're like, oh yeah, this is going to carry forward. <laughs> never does. No, it's not. Nope, absolutely no. not. Um, okay, so as a coach, how do you know the difference between a client who needs to be molly coddled a little bit? or given a kick up the arse and I say this from the perspective of the way the world is these days we feel like we need to sort of make everyone feel accepted and comforted and loved and that's great but it almost feels like there's a bit of a resistance to change in some ways how do you do that do you just give all your clients a kick up the arse no no I can honestly (laughs) I, I work with a lot of people and I can honestly say I speak to every single one of them differently. Yes. Um, because firstly, not everyone's the same, obviously. And people are going to respond better to certain ways of talking than others. Yes. And look, the, unfortunately, I don't have the definitive answer of how to do this, but I have my way of how I do it. And that's because I used to serve a thousand people a week in bars. I then used to sell things to people like cars so you meet hundreds of people a different week. You become a good judge of character straight away. You know what this person is going to be like. And it's, it is the same coaching. And that only comes with like experience over time. Yeah. But that's that being said, I can think of a moment within the last six months when I kind of not had a go at someone, but pulled him up on his shit and it did not go down well. Oh, really? What happened? No, it was, he was not happy about how I spoke, but... At the same time, I, I rang him straight after he sent me his re- response. I was like, look, that's just what I thought you needed. Don't take it personally, okay? But a lot of this stuff this week was shit, right? I could have just left it at that, but maybe I went in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm but so curious also, as to what you said. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. Um, but, like, all my clients know... And even like people I've just got on board, I'm I'm a very open book. I am a bit mental. And I do just say whatever the fuck comes to my head. And sometimes I'll do a check and response and think, how the fuck do I even have a job? 
because I don't know how I get away with some of the things that I say. But all my clients know I love them. I love them all. And I am here to do a job. And yeah. they've come to me asking for this. Right, this is how we're going to get there. How I speak to them will dictate how quickly they get there normally. And because I have a laugh with people and because I don't take, like, if someone's on prep, you know, I'm going to be serious. But at the same time, I want to have a laugh each week. But if you're coming off your diet, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. But if it's a gen pop client who has had a burger on the weekend and they feel really bad about it, I'm like, what the fuck? No, go and eat the fucking burger. Do you know what I mean? And just, I try to make people feel really comfortable. And a lot of <laughs> that does sometimes come at a detriment because people tell me everything about their life. <laughs> and when things aren't going well, I'm also a bit of a therapist, which is fine. Isn't that the job okay. of a coach, partly? <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Like, okay, 50%. Which, again, <laughs> I mean, because I know that, right, if they talk to me about that and they feel better from talking about it and then hearing my response about it as well, they're probably going to have a better week. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I work in a results-driven business. If I'm not getting results, I don't get clients. So I need to get them there in the best way possible. And sometimes that's going to be to be an ear for them. That's it. Yeah. Event and stuff, which is fine. But yeah, in terms of learning how to speak to people and stuff <laughs> like that and who needs their hand held and who doesn't, I think it's very apparent within the first couple of weeks of working with someone. Yeah. Like you're going to get someone that checks in, they say, thank you for the response. And then they check in again next week and they don't message you in the week. I have some people that will message me all day, every day yeah. and they need their hand holding, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say no, bro. You can't tech, you can't message me outside of your fucking check-in day. Yeah. It's just going to create more work for me on check-in day. So I'd rather just, <laughs> like, just keep Spread it going it throughout the <laughs> Yeah, just spread it out across the week. And I think also that constant communication and that feeling of, you know what, this guy actually really cares. That helps with retention because yeah. people don't want to leave. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've had some people three years, four years, five years, and they know exactly what to do, but they don't want to leave because they enjoy it. Yeah. Exactly. They're also getting it ridiculously cheap rate as to what I, pay, what I charge now, the bastards. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Um, so this leads me on to the next question. So speaking of coaching, I think it's fair to say your coaching business has like absolutely exploded recently, more recently, well, for a while, but noticeably yeah. recently because you're literally doing everything. <laughs> you're on everything. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone who is trying to well, I was going to say pursue the same career path, but not necessarily just trying to grow a business. Like, how did you do that? And how would you advise someone else to do that? So a bit, a bit of a background on this. I've been helping people like from a coaching standpoint for like nearly seven years. So it's not like it's been oh, it's new. Yeah, yeah. It's an overnight thing. But my business technically is only next month, three years old which in the grand scheme of things for a business is not a long time whatsoever. And you are right. And I, I hate even admitting it, but it has exploded. It is mental at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, when I left my job three years ago, I had 80 clients. So I'd already got it up there. Granted, I'd, I'd managed to do it in lockdown, which was an absolute savior for me because yeah. you can't do that and have a full-time job at all. Um, 80, 80 clients is two full-time jobs anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I feel like at the start, it was like... Like you just said, like you're everywhere. I was everywhere. And at the start, it is hard because obviously you have less eyes on you and stuff like that. 
But it was like, right, how can I make the most of this time where I haven't got to go to my job and I want to make a success of coaching? Well, I'm going to go all in on this and work every day. And a lot of people these days seem to preach this, oh, you know, be kind to yourself, have some days off, all this sort of stuff. If you want to make a business work, there sometimes isn't time for days off. And that I was okay with that. But at the same time, I'm not saying you have to work seven days to get a business to work. But if you want to be really successful and make an impact, you do. Okay. Granted, now I don't have to work seven days. I can do all my, my check-ins Monday to Friday. Cool. And I can technically take a Saturday and Sunday off. However, it's coming up to show season. And you know what that means. I'm at a show every Saturday and Sunday. So it does become seven days. But I, I do enjoy it. I know that it comes at a detriment to my life sometimes. But I'm, at the moment, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, I think now where it is, because we spoke about this before um, we jumped on this, like I say yes to everything, which again, that is that comes at a detriment. And I don't think you, I don't think I'm always going to have to do that, but I am trying to be out there more. Yeah. And when someone says to me, fucking hell, mate, you're everywhere at the moment. And to be fair, you're not the first person to say it in this last like two months. Like a lot of people are like, man, I see you everywhere. I'm like, yeah, good. That means it's working. <laughs> yeah, it does. Because when someone's sick of their own coach or they're getting a bad service or stuff like that, who are they going to think of? Yeah. Me. There you go. Do you know what I mean? So say yes to fucking everything and work really hard. And if you're passionate about something, that will come across. So if you want people to know that you're passionate about it, funnily enough, you have to talk about it. I know. Weird. You've got to talk about your own business. It's weird. <laughs> You've got to tell people you coach people for a start. Um, some people have an issue with that. But <laughs> I, what I mean here is like, because like, I still think this, and I thought this at the start, like no one's coming to me for what I look like, like my physique. Because if they were, they just go to an IPB pro. And I'm never going to be that. So it's like, right, how can I set myself apart? Well, I know I've got a pretty big personality. I'm going to use that. Yeah. And when I talk to the camera is when I get the most engagement. Yeah. Because so, funny, if some people find me funny, I, I don't know why. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> um, but that's what gets me my yeah to where I am. To be honest, it's personality. People buy from people. Hundred percent, yeah. But you're still, you say that, but you're still incredibly educated as a coach. Like that's there's a there's a you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah just... I, I've got to do that as well. I know, yeah. but you, you know what I'm saying because there are so many yeah. people on social media that they're just personality and bravado. Yeah, they chat, they chat a really, really good game. And <laughs> yeah. um, at the same time, I'm, I've invested a lot into my own um, learning over See? the years. With this. There you go. Give yeah. yourself some credit. Yeah. Just personality. Start being a really good coach as well is, an, is my next thing. So. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> So I'm going to go off on a tangent here because I, I, to be honest, it's in my brain. So I watched a podcast yesterday about AI. Um, it was, it, yeah, it was a Diary of a CEO podcast with, I don't know if I'm going to say his name right, but Mo Gordat or something, something like that. Um, but he's ex-Google officer and he was talking about AI and basically the fact that it's effectively going to take over the world. Um, it's really interesting. If you haven't listened to it, you should. But I saw the, um, I actually sent the trailer to someone. Yeah. Because I watched it and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? 
literally I listened to it and I was just like gobsmacked as to what this guy had. I don't 100% know if I believe everything to like that degree but it's still really interesting um do you think that AI is gonna take over all our jobs particularly from coaching because I mean I literally I went on to chat GTP the other day just out of interest to see like oh write me a you know five day a week training program with a nutrition plan on these calories boom like it it's amazing but like terrifying at the same time yeah and it look it is amazing and a lot of my some of my close friends talk about chat gpt a lot mm-hmm. and i'll be honest i just i just turn a blind eye to it because yeah. i knew you were going to ask this question it's why i said something on that last question is people buy from people yes okay i understand that all this ai stuff is going to be there's going to be they're going to have a conscious and all this sort of stuff and they're going to be they'll have a personality or whatever mm. i'm sorry but i'm not i'm not i'm not going to follow a diet that a robot has set to me yeah. i'm not because i'm not a <laughs> retard okay like fair point <laughs> I, I, I get i 100% get it and it reminds me because when I, I watch a lot of youtube okay which means i also see a lot of adverts and there's always this one fucking guy that pops up and I hate him. Okay. Because like, do you know that AI is going to take over your coaching business and all this sort of stuff? And I'm like, no, it isn't, mate. Because when someone wants to work with me, do you know what they say? I want to work with Christian Chapman. Yeah. And funny yeah. enough, no one else is me. As certainly not a fucking robot. Okay. I understand their knowledge that AI's not is going to be what well, it's unlimited. Yeah. Cool. That's also boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a personality. And like I said, people buy from people. I'm not, to be fair, when I saw that advert, I was like, whoa, okay, that sounds fucking mental. And I do think that I do, I haven't watched it yet. I do, just remind you, I'm going to watch it tonight, to be fair. I'll report back to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need a report back. And I do find it like super interesting and stuff like that. Will they let that take over everyone's job and all this sort of stuff? I don't know. You know, I, I tend to, I used to be a, like a massive worrier of like everything would like worry me and stress me out. I just don't give a shit anymore. It's like I take every day as it comes. Okay. And over time, yeah, technology develops and stuff like that. I'm not thinking about what's gonna, what I'm going to be doing in 10 years time. I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm worried about the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I time block my day fifteen minutes at a time from six AM till nine PM pretty much every day. I know what I'm doing every single fifteen minutes, right? I'm not worried about tomorrow. I get I'll get to that when I get there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not thinking about our AI in the next couple of years. Like, all right, cool. So it happens. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like COVID COVID was a massive thing. Okay, but it also built my business. Mm. So I like to think like, this is going to go deep on a real mad tangent here, but I, ha- I had some, I had therapy last year as I was going through a bit of a shitter. And like I said at the start, I want to have like a unbreakable mindset towards things. And I haven't, I haven't got that yet, but I know that I'm getting there because it's like, I just deal with it when it comes. I don't worry about things anymore. It's like, right. I could worry about this AI thing, but what's worrying going to do about it? True. I just deal with it when it comes. Twice. (laughs) Yeah, I'll start a business that makes AI. I don't know. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? So makes AI. I, I'm definitely <laughs> definitely qualified here. But I just deal, deal with it when it comes. Whatever. There you go. Damn. Unbreakable really mindset. To be fair, unbreakable mindset. <laughs> that is not really good advice. Um, I haven't got. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched that podcast yet, so I do want to watch it. But do I think AI is going to take over like a lot of stuff? Yeah, a hundred percent. Do I think we're at risk? No. Yeah. This is a people-to-people industry. Yeah. So yeah, you can write the best diet plan in the world, but can can a robot get someone to stick to something? No. Well, maybe one day. <laughs> don't know who cares welcome who cares who cares to be fair if you listen to that podcast them taking over our coaching jobs is like the least of our worries it's more like taking over the entire of humanity which is slightly concerning yeah 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 makes sense um so i've got some questions to finish there's some funny ones that actually people have asked me on my instagram story poll can you after this, can you let me know who asked them, please? Maybe. I don't want to land That's them in cool. it. That's not fair. <laughs> I won't message them abuse. Don't worry. Okay. It starts off easy and then and maybe gets progressively worse. But okay. So first things first. What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done in the gym? Um, <laughs> that look on I've, your face. I'm expecting yeah, great things. I've definitely shit, shit myself in the gym. Really? Yeah, on the leg press. Like fully, fully. Yeah, poo. Yeah, not like. Look, <laughs> I didn't like lay a log in my trousers. <laughs> why did why did why did I why did I imagine that? Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, I'm dead. It's a, it's a it's a visual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna have that vision in their heads regardless yeah. if there's a video or not yeah. um, <laughs> sorry everyone i promise you i'm not that disgusting and um, i've had a bit of a dicky tummy from the night before i was leg pressing thought i was safe to maybe have a fart and it, but unfortunately it was a, a shark instead i really want to know how you handled the situation <laughs> like what did you do um fin- finish the set first fair play Went went to went to the toilet, okay. Cleaned myself up, obviously, and definitely threw my underwear away. Nice. There, nice. there you go. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, For admitting that. <laughs> really. Well, you asked the question. Yeah, I mean that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, question number two: What's the weirdest thing you've ever done to impress a crush? I bet this is probably coming from someone that I did something weird to. <laughs> Maybe, but um, I'm not disclosing who asked the question. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, the weirdest thing I've done to impress a crush. Um, honestly, I don't... I don't... I, I, I can't think of, like, anything I've done weird. Oh, see, there you go. That's good. That's, that's promising. Pick, pick them up in embarrassing cars. Standard. Yeah, that's not that embarrassing. To, to be fair, it, was, it wasn't that long ago, actually. Um... I picked them up in, I don't want to say what car it is because it makes it sound like I'm showing off, but you know what car I'm on about. The, the, I mean, the doors open upwards, so you look like a bellend when you get out anywhere. <laughs> but like the person came over to the car and there was people taking pictures of the car outside. That's embarrassing. Oh, wow. Fair. Like, 
surrounding the car. Is this wait? Is this a girl that you you'd met before, or was this the first date? No, 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 I met before. Okay, that's a little bit less weird. (laughs) Imagine first date. Who the fuck is that? Is this is Andrew Tate? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Question number three. Oh, this is weird. If okay, if you have a theme song that played every time you entered a room, what would it be, and why? Theme song. <laughs> That's actually a really hard question. <laughs> I'm going through like my my latest like listened to songs. Um. <laughs> I've tried to get. I've tried to create. Um, a theme song for my dog that basically like, <laughs> that sounds really fucking weird but like every time I take him for a walk I play an Eminem song and I want him to associate it with this means we're going for a walk I love that yeah okay. it's actually working it's getting better are you sure it's not you that's asked this question it's not me <laughs> I am weird enough to but no yeah true um, not me. I've used it a couple of times on some of my coach cast um promo videos it's by caleb bryant it's called the fallen yeah, never heard it's of like it. it looks deep um it's not that deep at all it's like kind of like hip-hop fair sort of i don't know oh, it's just it gives me yeah. it, it gives me good vibes okay it could have been a weirder theme song so that's that's i was i was thinking about, i was thinking about wrestling to be honest <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a theme tune for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, with that one. Okay. Um, if you had to be stuck in a lift with a celebrity, who would be the most entertaining person to be stuck with? Um... <laughs> You're like, oh, for fuck's sake, what are these questions? These questions are impossible. Um I mean, I've got no excuse. You did send them in before, but I'm, I've got a thing about I only look at questions once because I don't want to overthink my answer. But now I haven't got an answer, which is great. <laughs> um, well, I'd want to be in there with someone that like I could learn like a lot from and that I find interesting. And the, the, I'm just going to say the first name that popped into my head, Elon Musk. Yeah. Because I, I think he's absolutely fucking mental as well, and I like that. He's crazy. Yeah, he's yeah. mental. Yeah. What is it that Tesla what? Tesla are creating yeah. um I've completely forgotten what it is. They're doing something really fucking weird at the moment. Doesn't surprise me. You I know can't remember what it is. Like it's like robots his... to live in your home or something that help with cooking and cleaning and weird shit like that. This <laughs> AI is taking over the world. Do you know what one of his first things that like he sold shitloads of? What? Was uh flamethrowers. Oh really? And he, he I think it was in Canada. And they sold like I think it was like a hundred thousand flamethrowers or something. Mental. Yeah. But like I I love reading stuff about him. Like he invented PayPal. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. How do you invent? I don't know. I always think weird shit like this. Like I was watching a movie the other night. I was thinking, how? Who came up with this idea? Yeah. You know when you think of like the Matrix film. Yeah. Who the fuck? That guy must be weird. Yeah. Or like really like dark films as well. Yeah. You seen um you seen Donnie Darko? I haven't actually. I mean, whoever thought of that is just fucked up, in my opinion. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Don't you think like there must be some really 
obvious things that we haven't done yet or at least things that will seem obvious at a point when they've been created but like yeah isn't that like all great businesses start like that though yeah there'll be a point yeah. where there'll be something that literally changes the world and we'll look back and go why did anyone think of that in the first place yeah yeah i'm trying to i'm always trying to think of something like that Are you? But it's hard i don't yeah. think you can you, you i don't know if you listen to any entrepreneurial sort of podcast they're always like you can't think of an idea it has to just yeah it has to just land on you one way or another if you think of one it's not going to work because you're just like forcing it yeah apparently this so i've been told i've not yet succeeded with an idea <laughs> Yeah, how's it gone? How's it gone for you? <laughs> I'm waiting for something really fucking obvious to come and hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final question from the Instagram polls. And I know that you've read this one because, yeah, you're going to love it. If you had to invent a new dance move, what would it call? What would it be called? And can you show us a demonstration if possible? Right, well, I'm going to say one that will be impossible to demonstrate on a podcast. No, so you like, can't do just that. like that's letting us all down. Uh, well, when I say it, you're gonna like, well, don't do that on the podcast. <laughs> so, it, like, the, na- the, the naked, I don't know. That's the not naked... fair because you've purposefully made it naked so that you don't have to do it. That's, that's correct. No, that's yeah. cheating. I'm not allowing it. No, okay. Let me just let me give you some context here. If I'm at a wedding, I am not dancing for a start because I find anyone that dances pretty cringy. So I don't know. I haven't. I'm not creating a dance move, and I'm definitely not doing it on here. So fuck off. Such a letdown. That was honestly like the thing I was most looking forward to in this podcast. Okay, what were you expecting? Anything. (laughs) You had. You must have had an idea come into your head. (laughs) I actually don't know. I just. I genuinely thought you would show us something amazing. The um. Okay. The um. The moves you make when you shit yourself on the leg press. Okay, we've all envisioned that. Which is instantly run. So that's the that's the um just run to the toilet is is the dance move. Oh, okay, well I'll I'll give you that because that was actually a an interesting thing to share on the podcast. So. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't make the questions. I didn't make the questions. I did not, and I'm not disclosing who who asked you that question. <laughs> okay. We're done. Thanks so much for your time today, Christian. I hope this podcast lived up to your expectations. It was amazing. <laughs> cool. So where can everyone find you first and foremost? Um, I pretty much strictly only use Instagram. If uh, I'm never going to email you, ever. Um, I realised you sent the link via email, didn't you? I did, yes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't do emails. Um, co- coached by Christian, all one word. No spaces, no underscores, no numbers, because I am the original. Um, I've had that Instagram name for five years in the background, just oh, F- FYI. Uh, <laughs> and it's now, it's now got a blue tick. Go on. Whatever. Yeah, go on me. Oh, um, so yeah, Coach by Christian is where to find me. Perfect. Cool. I'm going to link that in the uh, description below as well, so everyone can go find it. No one's going to be clicking on that after this, this episode. <laughs> they will be like, who is this man that shat himself? <laughs> Okay, and on that note, (laughs) let's wrap it up. Cool, thanks for that. I shall speak to you soon.